Welcome to another festive episode of Freelance Feels, a podcast for anyone who's self-employed, freelance or thinking about it. I'm, I'm quite nervous actually because I'm going to about to talk to head elf, Santa's PA, Louise Crockett. So these are quite big titles. Louise, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for taking a break from your duties <laughs> with Father Christmas slash Santa, depending on what, what people call him. Would you like to tell everybody what you do and, and sort of how that ties in with those titles I just mentioned. Tell us all what your freelance is. Um, so I, as exactly what you said, I'm Father Christmas's PA. Um, I help the big man to write letters um, to little people and to um, make sure that they're special and personal to the child. When I was, I'm sure I'm skipping ahead to a question you were about to ask me, but when I was little, um, I used to write letters to my mum because she has always believed and will always believe in Father Christmas. Aww. And um, I used to buy them. And I found that when I was looking for these letters, they were all the same. Mm. All of them had, per they were all personalised with the name, the street that the child lived on, mm -hmm. what they wanted for Christmas, and their best friend's name. It was all the same, every single year, exactly the same. Yeah. Perhaps a slightly different letter, but it never felt authentic or mm. real. So I started writing them myself, um, and my mum loved them. Oh. And then naturally as i grew older my friends started having children my uh, nieces and nephews came along and again it was just really lovely to write them all letters and to know i, I didn't tell anyone i was doing it oh. and nobody ever knew it was me <laughs> oh wow and what age were you at that point then what age was uh, this you were doing this um, early 20s that's nice and they didn't so were they all getting these letters and being like i've got another one of those letters i don't know where it's yeah. come from yeah it's amazing i know I, I, I get quite upset now that they all know it's me oh, <laughs> and that you charge them <laughs> that's quite moving isn't it it's just like you're sat there making all these letters that nobody knew it was you thank you it's really sweet especially with my friends we were all everyone suddenly were was texting saying did you get a letter did you get a letter and everyone was trying to guess who it was and of course I was playing along too so. Brilliant. and would you handwrite them at that point were you doing design at that point or was this handwritten letters um at the very beginning they were handwritten um and then I found that I, I just found that they were a lot easier um mm. on the computer and yeah. a lot more they just felt a bit more special um so the envelopes themselves are handwritten and um with um kind of calligraphy styled writing nice. um but the actual letters themselves are typed up because father christmas does have a computer these days so. excellent i'm glad to hear that yes <laughs> for anyone listening by the way I, I should have done a bit of a warning at the beginning i'll put something on the show notes but basically don't listen to this with your children everybody same as last week's we're doing it for the kids same as next week next week's or the week after is whenever you're listening to this the festive specials are going to have some spoilers in terms of what children may or may not be thinking. So There's I no will warn everyone. Me. I, uh, <laughs> yay, I promise you. <laughs> how, how did, so obviously we've got the letters and the writing. Where did work come into this? Did you always have a job that then tied in with this? Or was this something you did as a bit of a hobby and then you had a different job and then somehow you sort of went, hold on, these two things combine. How did this become your business from these, these days of writing these letters? So I, I did it as a hobby uh, for many years and then I started working for myself as a virtual assistant. Cool. Um, and basically I was made redundant from, from my job. So mm. I um, started up my own company. I learned how to create a website. I learned 
how to, well, essentially how to earn money mm-hmm. um, and how to make it into a business. And it was one of these things that people kept saying, you should sell these. Yeah. But it's quite a scary thought to begin with. It, you know, you've got that whole, um, there's the imposter syndrome behind mm. it. thinking, oh, really, are people going to buy these? It's just something I enjoy doing. Um, and as I say, there's the whole process of once you've got a professional website, um, professional social media, you know, learn how to use Illustrator, all mm. various different things. Um, it, it started out as a, as a business and, and yeah, I love doing it. And what's, what's really lovely is every year I get the same orders for the same children. It's so nice kind of going back. I always go back over their old letters because I want to make sure I don't repeat myself. I want to make sure if, for example, they've told me that their favourite film is The Grinch. Mm. Last year I may have said, oh, I love The Grinch. I love the bit at the end when they all hold hands and sing songs. And then this year I'll say something else about the film because I don't want to say exactly the same thing. But I also want them to know that Father Christmas also enjoys watching The Grinch. Yes. And, you know, that they have that shared connection. There's such a lot of emotion involved here, isn't there? Like, I love <laughs> no, the is. detail of the emotion of what you're doing for people. It's, that's just lovely. Thank you. Oh. I, do, I really love it. That's brilliant. <laughs> and how, so you mentioned being a VA. Does the, is, the, is this part of your job? Is this just, I'm sure people are thinking, oh, great, so you just do like a month of Christmas letters and then have a lovely time the rest of the year. What else do you do for your business? Is it just the letters or are there other things? No, so I'm, I'm a virtual assistant. So you are a VA still, yeah, cool. And I am a VA um, at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, around Christmas time, as I'm sure happens with lots of other freelancers, things start to fail off and get a bit quiet. Mm. Um, funnily enough, the busiest months for me are September, October, November, because okay. at that point, I'm gearing up and yes. I'm trying to kind of start uh, marketing and writing any new new parts of the letter, um, might be doing some designs, making sure the website's up to date. And at that same time, you know, all my VA clients are still, you know, barking orders at me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wanting my attention. And yeah. you know, they're obviously my paid clients are the most important um, people in my business um, up until the children take center stage of course yeah. um but yeah as i say and then in december things quieten down so it is a bit of a roller coaster um i uh, january through till as i say august time mm-hmm. is much easier to manage <laughs> and what with that balance i'd love to sort of get your your feelings about how that whether that's a positive thing or how you juggle that in terms of your emotional and mental health as a freelancer. Do you quite like that build-up of the festive season and knowing the letters are coming? Is that almost like a benchmark bookmark for you in the year where you're like, right, from then on, it's this thing. Do you quite like having almost a, not a double life, I guess. How does it work for you as a freelancer men- mentally to be juggling those two very different um, That's a good question. Um, I, I love it. I, as you can tell, I love Christmas. Yeah. Um, I'm very lucky in that so far I'm still enjoying it <laughs> and obviously sometimes you know if, if there's a pressure to write several letters and I'm on a deadline then it can get obviously a bit more stressful but in general I still have a big passion behind it so that yeah. does help. Yeah as I say it's more kind of just juggling and you know as a virtual assistant I'm quite good at organising things anyway mm. and time blocking and making sure things are done and need to be done. And because um, I have children myself, 
um, a two-year-old and a five-year-old. I was going to ask how old, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I pretty much do the letters um, either in the evenings um, or if I can get a few hours in the day to do them as well. I now also have some little elf helpers who uh, assist me and that's that has taken a lot of um, searching Mm -hmm. as well because as I say, because it's such a passion project and there is a particular way that I write the letters, you've got to find the right people and it's taken mm-hmm. a long time to do that. So, um, yes, I'm very lucky that I've got the right people now behind me and helping me as well. But I, so I think wonderful. that the only stress I find um, is the PR side of things and trying mm. to get the um, trying to get my name out there, trying to get into the press. For, for me, the one thing I always want is to one day I will make it onto this morning. <laughs> I love that. What a brilliant goal. As an aside, you need to come to my workshop in January about media coverage in 2022. There you go. <laughs> else that's listening, you also need to come. <laughs> yeah, I love that because I'm a big fan of having a really clear big goal like that. Almost like I call it a magic wand goal where it's like if someone clicked their fingers and you said, right, what's your wish for your business? You're like, I'd like to be on this morning. Yeah, that's brilliant. I guess you've got a year to plan that now. This morning, if you're listening, right, when I put this episode out, I'm going to tag Holly, Phil, and this morning, I'm going to tag Alison Hammond, I'm going to tag Gino. Oh, dear. Guys, guys you need Louise on there. So if they're listening in, I'm going to tag everybody. Get over excited now. You have got such an infectious energy, Louise. Oh, thank you very much. Like, I'm getting a bit, like, overexcited talking to you because it's just like, do you find that that's... Is that something that is permanent for you or is that something that comes and goes? It feels like that's just who you are. Is, is that true? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, I think so, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. My personality doesn't really change throughout mm. the year. Um, I probably get a bit more annoying when it comes to Christmas and the Christmas songs come on early, earlier and earlier every year. But, um, but yeah, funny. it's hard to say. <laughs> Saying I've kind of got an infectious... Uh, mm personality I'm, as, again as, as I'm sure we all are I'm a bit um I don't like to blow my own trumpet so. <laughs> <laughs> oh doesn't it it's funny do you find that having a business that has a Christmas element means that people expect you to be jolly at Christmas and then you're like no I am I just love Christmas it's like no sorry there's nothing there's no underlying sadness here I'm not like stressed at this time and then happy at this time I just love Christmas and I'm just happy at Christmas yeah yeah I think so it's uh I don't put it on, put it that way. <laughs> Although one thing I think people do find a bit um, surprising about me is I hate Christmas jumpers. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't how... hate Christmas what? jumpers. That sounds awful. <laughs> I don't hate Christmas jumpers, but I don't own one. Um, because I just never, I can't imagine me wearing one. And I just think it's such a, a waste of this time of year to have a Christmas jumper, which again sounds really bar humbug, doesn't it? I'm sorry, I do apologize. <laughs> Everything else, you know, Christmas earrings, all of that, but for some reason, not the jumper. You know what it is? I, I like wearing pretty dresses and things like that, and the Christmas yeah. jumper feels, yeah. Yeah, it's not right. It's, I'm the same. I've, I'm seeing some friends tomorrow night. We're recording this on Thursday. What that is the date? Thursday the 9th. Mm-hmm. So as people listen to this, I'm on my way to London. This will be out on the 10th. People, I'll be on my way to London to see some friends. And one of the messages said, it's Christmas jumper day. And I thought, yes, that's not my I'm going to dinner dress though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> they're hot as well. The other problem with yeah. Christmas jumpers is, is they get really hot. Because they they're do. often made out of fibres that aren't natural. So it's like, sadly, <laughs> um, yes, they're a bit fast fashion, aren't they? So I think there's a lot to be 
But anyway, when people are listening to this, it is Christmas jumper day, hashtag. So. Sorry. <laughs> And I had I have no judgment about everyone else wearing them. I just never done it. <laughs> as long as everyone still gives their, their pound or whatever they'd like to give to, I think it's save the children for Christmas jumper day, then wear yes. whatever you like. Just and my children will be in Christmas jumpers and I'll be donating and yes. Excellent. <laughs> but that, that's my it. only bar humbug. Otherwise I'm annoyingly jolly. Annoyingly jolly. <laughs> I love that. When it comes to being self-employed, did you always want to be self-employed? Was this a plan for you or is this something that sort of come I love the idea that you did the letters as a bit of a project and then that's now become your business as well as other things. But did you always want to work for yourself? You mentioned redundancy. What, what sort yeah. of threw you into freelance life? Yeah, no, I, mm. I didn't want to work. My, well, it wasn't something I saw in my future when I, when I was younger. Mm. Um, when I uh, was younger, I wanted to work in fashion magazines, actually. Okay. I really um, liked the um, designing the pages. I, I was really into that. And I did some work experience with various fashion magazines for about, about four or five months. Mm -hmm. And then a very nice lady took me to one side and she just said, none of us are going anywhere. <laughs> and she just essentially said, you know, you can carry on doing this, but you'll be doing it for quite a few years before you get anywhere. Mm. And I, it, you know, it, it almost dashed my dreams, but equally, it was, I was kind of glad for the realisation because mm. as I say, at that point, I'd been working there for quite a long time, paying to get into London every day and, yeah. you know, but, um, so yeah, so then I started working in various admin jobs, kind of not really knowing what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, I became a PA, um, went off and did that in a few different places. And then basically I had my, um, my son um, went off on maternity leave, came back uh, part time, mm -hmm. and a few months later they decided that my job was redundant. So, oh. as I know, it happens with a lot of people. So they mm -hmm. technically did nothing wrong. Um, but anyway, so that, that funnily enough, at that time, I um, when I was working part time, I, at that point I thought, oh, it'd be interesting to try this out, mm -hmm. and. Funnily enough, at that point, I wanted to be a wedding planner. Oh, wow. <laughs> so completely different. <laughs> always plan it. There's always like something about, there's this sort of helping other people. Yeah, the organising side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like with that creativity kind of yes. in as well. So, I, yeah, I did that for a little while, while I was still working, and then um, didn't really get anywhere with that. Again, very competitive market. And when I started networking... Mm -hmm. Um, when I was doing that, discovered that there was such a thing called a virtual assistant, which I'd mm -hmm. never heard of, and realised I could actually do that quite easily. I've lots of skills as a, a PA. Um, and yeah, I thought I'd give it a go and yeah. kind of not look back since. Brilliant. Because I think a lot of people, for those who are listening, who think, I've heard of virtual assistants, but I don't really know. Like it's one of those things that a lot of freelancers, I, tell me if I'm right here, but I imagine you have, you often have to persuade people that what you do is, is something they should outsource because freelancers are so used to doing things mm. all for themselves mm. that it seems like an unaffordable expense. Someone say, well, I'd pay someone else to do it. So yes, but you're, you're, it's not a sort of an extra thing in terms of, you know, a, a treat, is it? You're helping people run their businesses so they can free up their time mm. to do their business. Yeah. 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 I mean, look at every um, successful person out there. They've all got PAs. Yeah. They've all got underlings. <laughs> yeah, underlings. <laughs> Even Santa. <laughs> exactly. 
I mean, people, you know, didn't get into business to do um, tax returns and uh, do diary management and to do, um, you know, CRM systems and all the social media, all the admin people kind of hate. It's yeah. okay not to enjoy a part of your job. You, you know, if you were employed, you wouldn't be doing every single job. Yes. Under, would you? I love that. It's okay not to enjoy every single part of your job. Yeah, it's of like, course. I mean, if you're a graphic designer, you're not going to be wanting to, you know, um, be invoicing people and writing loads of emails and doing mm. marketing and doing social media. It's it's okay to give that job to somebody else, <laughs> yes. you know, to pay them a bit of money. And also, you know, what um, I think people find is that, you know, a they're procrastinating about mm. doing it. They might be procrastinating about doing a blog post. It might take them say three or four hours just to write a single newsletter or blog post or yeah. learn some kind of new system. You know, they don't know how to use Mailchimp, for example. Yeah. Whereas actually, if you paid me or a VA, any, any, mm. any anyone to support you, they get it done really quickly, and all of a sudden, you know, your shoulders suddenly kind of go. <sighs> yes the relaxing of knowing that it's just ticked off the list and you haven't had to work it all out yourself. It's, it's like with web design, isn't it? The minute you get a web designer and you're like, why was I even trying to build a website myself? I, I'm not a web designer. Why did I even try to do that? <laughs> There's a lot of, again, it's, it's really hard to spend money on yourself and mm -hmm. on, and, and on your business to invest that money. It's, it's a, it's a really big thing. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, understandable. And again, I know so many people that shy away from, for example, having a cleaner or mm. having a gardener, anyone, you know, outsourcing anything because yeah. they're of that generation where they think, oh no, you know, I wouldn't pay somebody to do that. I can do that myself. And it's, it's not a question about whether you can or you can't. It's about mm. having the time to do that and where your time is best invested. Wow. I love that. Thank Everyone <laughs> listening is now thinking, hell, I'm going to get in touch with Louise to organise myself. <laughs> not this not not in december please no i was gonna say not in december everybody if you listen to this in january you go for it but at the moment it's all about the christmas letters <laughs> so how does it work does someone get in touch with you and say i'd like a letter for my child or do you receive letters from children how, how does the process work of being Santa's you know what, I, would, the letters? I would love to receive letters from children i've tried oh. to market that before and it's never yeah. happened um so i have a form on my website Mm -hmm. um it asks um what kind of template people would like so each cool. letter has its own story um oh. so you can have how father christmas met mrs christmas how elves are recruited um how he gets around the world in one night that, that sort of thing um then there are a whole heap of questions <laughs> um so what your child's favorite christmas film is mm -hmm. what their favorite toy is what their um what achievements they've done this year what they what father christmas would be really proud of um, if there's anything they need to improve um what their elf on the shelf name is if, if they have one mm -hmm. um i used to have actually so many more questions things like whether they had allergies and um whether they moved house um and then there's just a blank box at the end where you can put anything else in that, that you that you want mm -hmm. um, I mean as I say the idea is to make it as personal as possible to the child yeah. as far as I'm aware there's um, nobody else doing this um, there are quite a few um, businesses out there doing letters from Father Christmas but mm. there don't appear to be anyone as doing it quite as um, personalized as my ones 
Um, yes. I think there's some with templates, but it's literally a name goes on, the, and they're very yeah. beautiful, but a name goes on and it's from Father Christmas, and exactly. it's, yeah, rather than exactly. it being, you know, sort of doing a bes very bespoke offering. Yeah. 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 And what's really lovely is I often get feedback from people saying that, you know, my children couldn't believe it when they opened it, and how did he know that? And it's it's really special. It's, it's really lovely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they fill in a form, um, it comes across to the elves, and then we write the letter, signing mm. off from the big man. Put a wax seal on. And, I love uh, the wax seal. That's yeah. such a lovely touch. That's like <laughs> Dickensian, isn't it? Got to have a it wax is. seal. Yeah. I love. I love creating them. I love making the wax seals. It's lovely. Do so you make those as well? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How? How do you, do you have a kit and stuff? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I would love to say I have an old-fashioned melting pot, which I actually, funnily enough, I do. I bought one recently, but um, I have a glue gun, which you pop the the wax in. Yeah. Um, and then melt it melt it and then um i have a little stamp with the christmas tree create the actual wax seal and i do it on like a silicone mat cool um and then i have little backing stickers which i put on so i think i could do it straight onto the envelope but the trouble mm. then is if i make a mistake which i can do um because <laughs> if you can't tell i'm a bit of a perfectionist <laughs> so we have to bad guest yes <laughs> um Obviously, I don't then want to ruin the envelopes and the wax can um, melt into the envelope, mm. you know, there's lots of things like that. So they all get little stickers as well and, and then I pop them on and hopefully you, know, you can tell that, that they've got stickers on the back. But, um, but no, they are lovely and authentic and it's, yeah, so it's a nice touch. That's um, so nice. <laughs> so you mentioned there about being a, a bit of a perfectionist. What, what are the challenges with this? Because I can imagine there's a huge emotional responsibility I don't want to like freak you out by saying that if you thought I don't realize this Jenny but like seeing what you do I kind of think wow like all of those feelings are in your hands helping convey these messages and get everything right is that is that true and how do you deal with that as, as a business person knowing that your business is such an emotionally charged one yeah. to do mm. yeah um I mean exactly that I try not to think of it but it's um it's Exactly as you said, there's a lot of responsibility mm. um, to each letter, um, and it sometimes it can be quite hard. I seem to remember my first year um, doing it. A I, um, I got a, a grown-up letter order. Mm -hmm. um, so I do grown-up letters, uh, yeah. baby's first Christmas, pets, and children. Pets. Um, oh. <laughs> leave them out. You know. That's too cute. Oh my god, um, I love that. <laughs> and yeah, somebody wrote and said, Oh, you know, I want a letter to my husband. He lost his mother last year. Mm. And it's only his first Christmas without her. And so there was, you know, that was there was a lot of emotion in that letter. Mm. And it was really hard to pitch you because I I didn't know didn't know the man, didn't didn't know the woman. I, I sent a few emails to ask a few questions, but um but again I felt a lot of responsibility mm. on that one. But that one, that one got me quite a lot because yeah. I'm sure. Have you ever turned one down? <laughs> have you ever said, actually, I can't do this for you, or no, this isn't going to work, no, or this no. I haven't got enough information? No, and if you know, if people don't write enough information, then that's fine. I just, you know, I pad it out. That's not a problem. You can put yeah. as much glitter on there as you like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, that one was quite tricky, and I just, I, you know, I picked and I, um, I was very careful about writing that one. Mm. Um, and then, you know, obviously with everything that's happening with COVID, you know, this year, for example, um, I've had, I'm writing a letter 
um, to a little boy who's going to be staying at grandma and granddad's house and he wants to make sure that Father Christmas knows where to find him. And I've had those several times before and usually I just say, you know, oh yeah, don't worry, I've got their address. I noted that that's where you're going to be staying. But this year I'm very aware that things could change any day. Yes, God, COVID, of course, and the whole who's where and who's allowed to stay at what house. Exactly, and whether that's, you know, it could be some kind of big change that the government announced, or it could simply be that they isolate, you know, Mm. who knows. So I'm very, I've had to address that very carefully. And again, that one actually really, um, I found that really tricky because I ended up, everything I wrote sounded really creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I'll find you wherever you are. (laughs) I know where you're going to be sleeping. (laughs) You don't, but I do. That's hilarious. Yeah, funny enough, I put I put the question out on Instagram because I was I I couldn't. I just had a real mental block. Right. So um, somebody suggested a magical compass, and I really Uh like that. I like that. So. yeah, because again, you know, some children find they find the idea of Father Christmas quite scary. Yes. And coming into your house and, you know, maybe yeah. coming into your room when you're sleeping, you know, it's... You yeah, know, he can't... sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Exactly. So, you know, there's there's a lot of responsibility to the letters. Mm, and, mm. Um, you know, and again, there's a lot of personalisation, so I've got to be careful that there isn't a part in, you know, a... I'm not just to give away the game. Sometimes I do copy and paste the odd paragraph. How could and, you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but, you know, the, I want to make sure that that paragraph doesn't completely go against something else I've said. So yes, yeah. I end up kind of checking the letter three or four times before it gets sent because yeah. I'm very aware of, of the responsibility of it. Does it go to the person that's ordered it first to read through? Or do you, are you trusted well, no. to send it? So um, I would do if anyone asked, wanted to read through it first, and that would be fine. But um, there's an option to either deliver directly to um, the recipient, so that would come through the letterbox to them, mm-hmm. or for it to be found under the Christmas tree on Christmas, on Christmas morning. So at that, that point, I would double envelope it. Brilliant. God, you've got everything sorted. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I've had a hotline to, to Santa's PA. This has been so fun. <laughs> I'm thinking, shall I get the dogs one? Do they need a letter? <laughs> uh, every dog needs a letter. <laughs> every dog needs a letter. That's just adorable. <laughs> Before I get you to tell everybody where they can find you, and it's very important to note, and we will say this again, that the last day for orders is Monday, is it the 13th? 13th, yes. Is there a time on Monday the 13th by which they needed to have ordered? Midnight midnight so they can still order on monday the 13th yeah. we'll say that again at the end but if you're still thinking people are thinking i want one of these it's like monday the 13th it's and occasionally i forget to turn it off on i may forget to turn the website off on tuesday morning so you might oh. get in if it's eight o'clock might, on yeah. morning or something like that if you're late fingers crossed <laughs> but i'm sort of thinking about all this idea of like like i guess sort of there's probably some people thinking, well, you, you've created a business where there's a lot of self-imposed deadlines here. Yes. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of emotional responsibility. So I'd love to get your advice to people on if they're also feeling the pressure of the mounting Christmas deadlines, the fact that, you know, we're halfway through the month nearly and all that kind of thing. What's your advice for people that are feeling the pressure of Christmas deadlines approaching and looming over them? Um, well, I think everyone gets themselves in... A bit of a muddle this time of year and mm. I think you just need to give yourself a break 
you know, there are so many things to think about. Um, you know, if you've got children, that there's the Christmas jumper day, there's the nativity, there's making sure they've got money for a Christmas fair. There are so many different things to think about. Then you've got, um, if you're a freelancer like me, you've got um, several clients you have to please, mm. and it's not just one, you yeah. know, you've got four or five different people who are all, you know, as I say, barking orders at you and saying, I, I need this by this date, I need this by this date. But everyone's human. Mm. <laughs> and I think, especially at this time of year, people understand if you slightly go over the deadline or if you can't meet the deadline at all and, mm. you know, you don't want to miss your kids' nativity because you're having to finish something off. So yeah. I think just give yourself a break, really. Yeah, um, that's lovely. And lists, lots of lists. Lots of lists. <laughs> And Google Sheets, my preferred, or Excel, are your friend. <laughs> oh, I hate Excel. I hate spreadsheets. I'm rubbing Google my head Sheets, now, then. everyone. Google Sheets, okay. okay or okay. your calendar, anything like that. Set yeah. yourself little reminders, set yourself little um, to-dos to do by this date. Or, you know, if you're yeah. doing a personalised calendar, then you know, think, okay, Photobox or whatever you decide to use, they have a deadline of X date. You need to do it by then, otherwise you have to pay... 15 quid for next day delivery or something stupid yeah. like that so almost have a bit of a plan of what you want and when and how when you've yeah. got to order it by and yeah i love yeah. that and if you were asking me a few weeks ago i would have said start early <laughs> <laughs> but it is too late for that everybody <laughs> yes i love that advice because you've made me think as well i set a lot of deadlines for myself so I've written in December that i'd like to write three more blog posts before the end of the month and i'd like them to be about this this and this and i'm like hold on a minute why yeah like oh, i'm just gonna cross a couple off and just be like i don't i don't need that one and don't forget when you one. say about blog posts and i'm guessing you're gonna um be emailing them to people yeah everyone's getting so many emails for you know this deal that deal and have you bought this have you bought that you know it's, yeah it's okay. you're just part of the noise yeah so actually save it work on something that's perhaps for january yeah yeah and make um, that better than there will be another Christmas special with, with, with Father Christmas himself of this <gasps> podcast. Oh, just how for actual Christmas. I've got a slot to chat to your boss. Oh, so <laughs> I shall. <laughs> it's good. I got Santa and his PAs. It's all very exciting. Um, so yeah, that, that'll, that'll be coming up as well for everybody. So Louise, tell us where we can find you. How can people order a letter? What's the website? How can they follow you on social? Tell us everything and remind us of the date of when they okay. have to. <clears throat> so the last date for orders is this Monday, 13th. Um, sure. Our website is www.amagicalletter.com. Cool. And my um, Instagram and Facebook is at a magical letter. Lovely. So no excuses, people. Get ordering in time. Yes, please do. Louise, thank you. I wish you a happy Christmas jumper day, whatever <laughs> you decide to wear festively. I should be wearing a, a headband for everyone's looking on Instagram. I should have a, a bow, green and red bowie headband because, yeah, I'm not going to wear a... I'm going to be on the train. And if I wear a Christmas jumper on the train, I'll probably faint. So, oh, uh, you'll see so many people on the train with Christmas jumpers, though, I yeah. bet. Perhaps I'll do some selfies with some. Yes, glitter. There you go. Put some glitter on instead. Make sure you do a donation. <laughs> Louise, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for sharing yeah. your lovely energy and your story. Um, happy Christmas. Yes, you too. <laughs>